Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. Welcome back. You're listening to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Each week, the final segment of this podcast focuses on the job site of the future. And today's segment for will focus on how sensors are being used in various construction projects. And one of the biggest use cases is embedded sensors and how it's being monitored and used in traffic and road conditions. And as you just heard, if you've been listening to the previous segments, we're really talking about how we're, we're going to change a lot of our lives by embedded sensors and what they're going to do and, and how we can use them and how we're going to be able to change things in a different way. And it was really exciting. We've had some really amazing guests. And, and, and anyone right now who lives in a large city knows that traffic is one of the main problems affecting the quality of life for residents. And this isn't just not a problem in large cities such as L.A., Chicago, or New York. It's a problem all over the world. And not only is management of urban traffic a problem, but there are also concerns with pollution and safety, uh, even energy consumption. So, so what does this have to do with construction? If you think about it, a research group out of Spain has developed the urban information system. And when we were doing our research and we wanted to talk about things today, we, we thought it would be interesting to talk about how this system gathers relevant information about city environments, particularly relative to traffic. And so... It's interesting to note that this system uses a set of sensors to gather information about vehicle counting, vehicle identification, noise levels, dust, gas concentrations, humidity, uh, and the list goes on. But regardless, the system is implemented as a wireless sensor network with different types of nodes. And so um, some of the typical nodes include Bluetooth, ultrasonic, gas, environmental. Many of the things that you heard Govan um, talk about just a, a few minutes ago in the last segment. But for this particular project, the chosen area was a section of Highway A357 in uh, Malaga. And with the speed limit of about 60 miles an hour, uh, the surroundings of a roundabout with different entry, uh, entries, I should say, and exits within a short distance. And this urban information, um, they also called it the UIS, and is a combination of hardware and software provided by uh, Libium. And uh, the nodes being used collect information, and it's periodically sent to a manager node. Now, I know we're getting into the technical side of this. But I think it's information that is important because it's accessed by either Wi-Fi or 3G. And I think when we talk about all this information, we talk about how technology is being applied, it's important to understand how the technology or what technology we're using to do this. And this project has proven to be a powerful tool for city managers, giving them the ability to adapt traffic planning to real demands for the use or even larger projects. And that's what we're talking about, getting cities involved and getting construction companies in mind involved. And so with all this involved in, in looking at all this, the UIS can be deployed by a wider geographical area, such as an entire city, rather just a small stretch of a highway. And that's what we were talking about is, you know, thinking larger and thinking about what you can do and what you want to do. So imagine the impact of this technology could have on a whole city versus just one portion of a highway. And it could provide safer roads for residents and provide a look into how to create a sustainable mobility overall. 
And I think that's what we're talking about. So let's give you another example here because uh, I've got a few of them, and I'm not sure we're going to get through all of them today. But here's another one that we have is a look at the Fremont Bridge in Oregon. And this is interesting because the Oregon Department of uh, Transportation developed a structural health monitoring program, which we found really interesting. And if you've ever seen it, the goal of the program is to facilitate the maintenance and performance monitoring of selected highway bridges and what the ODOT really wanted to do here was to get a better understanding of the fatigue cracking of the bridge. So this is a pretty massive bridge overall and I think that's what's really important here is it's spanning approximately I think about 2,000 feet and has a long stretch of area compared to other bridges in Oregon overall and the ODOT was having difficulty determining the exact cause of the fatigue cracking because of the bridge's complicated structure. So um, now what we're talking about is enter sensors here, right? And that's all we've been talking about, sensors. So ODOT consulted with uh, an engineering, uh, engineered monitoring system, EMS, and to design and install a monitoring system that could help here. And what was interesting is EMS installed a variety of data loggers and sensors along the, the girders and on both sides of the bridge. Now, again, what's important here is this allows for monitoring of stress cycles due to thermal loading. And so data was sent hourly to ODOT's computers network to review by bridge engineers. And now it's important because the last thing we want is to see a bridge collapse, right? So that's important. So instead of having to guess and basically kind of go in blind, engineers were able to prioritizing retrofitting efforts from all the data that was collected. So you can imagine how much time and money was saved because they knew exactly where to start and what needed to be done for the integrity of this bridge. And I think that's a powerful story when we're talking about sensors here. And I think that's really what we wanted. And I think that's the most important thing that when we're talking about all of this and I think all of the information now, we've got another one here, and it's in, and I'm not going to be able to give you the whole story because we don't have another one uh, enough time, but we had another one that's in Virginia, and this one is they use sensors to monitor the health of the Robert O. Norris Bridge, and the monitoring was done over a span of just three days, and the company, uh, Rensensis, um, was interesting because what they do is the company was only founded in 2008, and uh, Recensus, um, if I'm saying their name right, uh, the company has a mission of protecting infrastructure systems against aging structural mal- malfunctioning. And um, it was interesting because it, it has a novel sensing technologies and they use ultra energy efficient processing and wireless communication. And what I like about this is it's extremely cost effective effective and scaling and scalable and uh, the way they scale the whole process. But for this particular task, it deployed its structural health and monitoring system along different spans of the bridge. And it had then two trucks kind of drive along the bridge and record results, which I thought was kind of interesting. So the data collected gave engineers a good indication of how certain types of traffic uh, would affect the strain in different parts of the bridge. And so the data could be used to monitor potential defects that aren't visible. Now think about that. That's a very innovative way of doing things. So using this technology um, kind of significantly reduced the manpower of physically inspecting the bridge. So again, as 
Govin was telling us, you know, sometimes you don't want to always send out a huge crew, but work with, you know, like um, Verizon has, you know, new things that they're doing and they and they have capabilities that you can use on the telematic side. Here's what you're doing. So by using controls and trucks with known weight help to better understand the capabilities and the strengths and weaknesses of the bridge. So the data collected from multiple trials, which I thought was really interesting. And with all this data, engineers could see what kind of traffic um, has certain effects on different parts of the uh, the bridge. So that's pretty impressive. So um, they could plan maintenance problems and they could solve complex problems before they occurred. So I think that's pretty pretty unique. So um, a whole lot of other things occurred, but we kind of give you a quick synopsis of that. So I think as you look at this, as technology evolves, there's no question we'll continue to see a lot of things happen at the job site of the future. A lot of unique ways that as construction companies, you can find unique ways to get involved as all of these sensors, internet of things, job site of the future evolve and in, in ways of looking to enhance maintenance and mitigating risks with telematics. And, and you don't want to miss it because we're going to have a lot more to talk about on the show. But we're out of time for this segment. Remember, Con Expo, Con Ag Radio broadcasts live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central right here. And check out the website um, at Con Expo, Con Ag. Uh, you can also tweet at us at Con Expo, Con Ag. And don't forget the show is March 7th through 11th, 2017. Sign up. We want to see you there. And again, remember, Con Expo, Con Ag Radio is brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. Have a wonderful week. A podcast or radio show on WS Radio is a great way to create content marketing. Turn prospects into customers into raving fans. Contact Wade at wsradio.com or call 866-WS-RADIO. Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at ConExpoConAg.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. I've been bragging about Progressive Medical Center to you guys for years, and I'm so excited to have Dr. Agoli with us because, Dr. Agoli, a lot of people walk through your doors, and some of their biggest problems are they're just fatigued, they're tired all the time, and even though they're dieting and exercising, they cannot get the weight off. Why is that? It's a combination of poor metabolism, inappropriate eating, but but more importantly, it's due to a lack of education and really doing the right testing. A lot of our patients are metabolically compromised. What does that mean? Their metabolism is not functioning. The metabolism is responsible for all physical and chemical processes 
processes necessary to sustain life, and that includes energy. And without cellular energy, your body is not going to be a burning machine. Let's get back and teach our listeners to be a fat-burning machine. It's been a lot easier to maintain my weight since Progressive Medical Center started treating me with all-natural supplements, learning proper nutrition, and that can be you today. No more frustrations about being tired or overweight. So why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today through ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcCullough.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, VinVillage.com, where wine lovers connect. Be sure to tune in weekly to VinVillage Radio for exclusive, in-depth interviews with the who's who in wine and food. 